Bombing down Poinsettia, chapter 24. The worst death of my life. Summer flew back from her mom's a few days later. I arrived at the LAX way too early for her flight, but I was just so damn happy and excited to see her, you know. Like I said before, it was really the first time the two of us had ever been apart since living together full-time. Hi, baby, she said with the utmost sincerity, running up the jet gate, dropping her bag and embracing me. I reciprocated, throwing my arms up under her shoulders. I didn't even grab her khaki-clad butt. Buried my face in her neck and let those long, curly auburn locks of her russet hair just fall around my face. It's been so lonely around here, baby. I missed you. Pulled her face back to the front of mine. God, I missed you too. She barely got out before the kissing began. I was happy to smell her, okay? Jeepers creepers. I get it, but damn it. (laughs) I don't put myself above too many animals. I mean, I just... I needed to smell her. That moment in that airport at that gate was ours. We kissed oblivious to everything and everyone. No way was I going to let Rosemary fuck that up. I hadn't spoken to her in 36 hours. Been on the set of a uh, British production Daniel Trevante starred in and shit, I couldn't call her from the set. I didn't dare mention what had transpired while she'd been out of town burying Cora. Nope. I mean, obviously I was going to tell her. Had to. About Beatrice warning about Rosemary and those two dipshits she must have got on buy one, get one free day to send over to kick my ass. Yeah, I was still nervous there'd be part two. At the time, I was afraid. Fucker she sent over to exterminate me and get me away from... Yeah, I was. I had to tell her. I didn't have a choice. I had to tell her. But I could decide when the fuck I was going to tell her, Okay. I didn't want it to be during the fucking ride home from the airport. I wanted that to be hours. Rosemary wasn't finished. There would be a part two. I had no doubt she was going to send somebody else. It's not the same two fucking idiots. But I hadn't heard a peep from the other side. Not a sound. See, when I clocked that big fucker between the eyes, that three-quarter fool beer bottle, I'm sure... It left a huge concussion egg. I, I don't know that. I didn't even, be honest with you, see exactly where it hit. I know it hit him in the face. I'm pretty sure on the fucking forehead. But after he fell down on himself, more or less in the grass, you know, I could give a fuck to go over and look at him, you know. I, I could hear him. <laughs> after Barrett climbed off his wingman, I, um... Well, I showed his buddy the gun. He showed me he wasn't armed at all. Ran back down Poinsettia. I figured to get the car. I was still watching his ass, so I was afraid he had a fucking gun in the car. and would come back up and start shooting. He went to pick up the wheels, man. Beric smiled at the Italian fellow as he used a tree as leverage to get up off the ground. I expected him to look over or at least say something, but there wasn't anything. The partner stopped small two-door whatever the piece of shit it was in the middle of the street helped his friend over to the passenger door yeah 
I was going to see this shit through. I mentioned that Cedar Sinai was right down the road, but didn't get any response. As the smaller guys circled back around to the driver's door, he glanced at me and, I'm going to shoot and you come back, I said, holding the gun up. Intelligently. He didn't challenge me, smirk, he didn't do anything. He just got in the car and, well, they drove out the way they came in. Oh, fucking bitch. Anyway, pick summer up the airport. We are hitting the 405 up to Santa Monica. We didn't talk about Cora. We didn't talk about the funeral or mom. We didn't even talk about Maddie, her only living sister. And she stayed completely silent about the investigation and everything. She didn't say anything about Cora, so, hey, I didn't say anything about Rosemary. Not right away, anyway. I just didn't want to, you know? Selfishly, I just wanted things to be calm and happy, you know, just for a fucking day. Can we have a fucking day without... I wanted to go home. Yeah. we get home? She highbrowed me at the smile as I drove up the 405. Hopefully what I want, I smiled back. <laughs> she laughed out loud. She lay partially across the top of me, her full right leg and hip buried between mine. She rested her head on my chest, looking towards the uh, slatted closet doors, and I stroked her back. We need to get out of town, she said subtly, but with purpose. At first, it startled me. Oh, shit. We do? I asked suspiciously. Picking up on the seriousness and the tone of my voice, she immediately exhaled with a, No! (laughs) Looking up at me. We just need to get you out of town. I mean, get you out, baby. She whispered with a slight laugh. I've been all over the place, and you've just been here. Hey, look, feeling so good, just having her up against me. I I wasn't in a bad mood at all. To hear her, to feel her, everything, I, at the moment, I didn't care. I'm okay, Summer, I said assuringly. I stay pretty busy while you're gone. Quickly, she kissed me and rolled towards the door of her bedroom, stood up naked. Still, still, let's get out. God, the contours of her ass and her hips and her back. It was just so beautiful. Fuck it, she was 22. Flawless, yeah. I sat up in the bed and kicked the sheet off. Where do you want to go? Take me to Mexico, she announced. She put her hair up in a tie and turned to face me. You said you and Mark went there once, right? Yeah. I smiled, standing up to join her. So take me, she insisted. <sighs> okay, smiled a little less enthusiastically. Ooh, that brought on a change of expression on Summer's face that was quite noticeable. What's wrong? Fuck. I looked down at the floor. Here we go. Brett, she insisted. Look at me. I looked up at her. 
My mouth was open. Eyes are laser focused on mine. What are you not telling me? Rosemary sent you guys over here to get rid of me, I said without so much as moving. A long, thick ponytail slipped back over her bare shoulder as her eyes broadened. What? Yeah, it's it's okay, though, promised. I handled it. The expression on Summer's face continued to go from happy, sexy to pissed. Yeah, regardless of my assurances, Summer insists I tell her fucking everything. She didn't even laugh when I told her about face-fucking the big guy at that beer bottle. Yeah, I thought she'd get a kick out of that, be somewhat relieved, you know, on an even kill with where I was, but shit, no. She was somewhere else. My first love was fucking pissed. She was so angry, she didn't even bother paying any attention to the Russian mom that was out on the fucking courtyard with her daughter. She just went marching towards the kitchen phone, completely butt-ass naked out of her bedroom. (laughs) I I think the fucking dining room curtains were open, too. That left me no choice but in broad daylight to run in butt-ass naked and shut the shit out of the... (laughs) Last thing I wanted was the comrade dad to come outside and see my woman stand there in our kitchen naked. Yeah, yeah, I didn't give a damn that the girls saw her, but... Or me either. I I was naked too, but I... I didn't want his Chernobyl ass checking out my chick, okay? Anyway, when Summer learned that Rosemary had sent those two guys and realizing now that fucking bitch knows where we live and probably our names too. Summer didn't cower. I even mentioned the fact that she should consider somebody had just brutally murdered her sister weeks prior, but didn't phase her, didn't phase Summer at all. She wasn't buying it. Even as she picked up the phone to call. Go to the bedroom, Brit, she ordered me. Stunned, still standing by the uh, dining room table, having just closed the dining room curtains after having given that tiny show to an awaiting Russian teenage girl. I took a second look over at Summer. What? I'd like you to go to the bedroom. Upon that, she looked up and pushed the plunger down on the handheld. I really don't want you to hear this, Brit, she reiterated from the chair. Why the hell not? I asked, somewhat stunned, maybe a tad insulted. Immediately, comfortingly, she reached over to crest my arm with her hand. I just want this conversation to be private with her. There's some things I have to say you shouldn't hear, Brit, please. I exhaled and, well, put my hand under her chin, rubbed her back. Okay, I love you. I kissed her on the cheek. What in the fucking bedroom like a stupid fucking kid? I didn't close the door all the way. I managed to pick up on Summer calling Rosemary a nut job and crazy and insane and declare how she wasn't working for her anymore and she's going to have things to say about the flower shop, one more peep out of her end of town, that kind of thing, but all the fucking sudden Summer's voice neared the bedroom. I had to look inconspicuous and she walked up and closed the fucking door. I am not five fucking years old. Oh, it pissed me off, but not at her. 
at Rosemary. That's why I didn't open the door. When all the fussing had transpired and nothing had fucking changed, loaded up the car and off we went. Hopped on the old PCH and got the fuck out from Mexico. Windows open, sunroof open. First stop, San Diego. Summer's in a halter top with a jean jacket and thermal bottoms under long loose skirt. It looked good, and I'd approved the huge smile. I mean, after all, Barrick's girlfriend Michelle dressed like that sometimes, and I was happy to see that it might have been rubbing off on Summer a bit. I loved it. <laughs> Me? Ah, oh, well. Jeans, boots, broken fucking record, you know, thermal, top, flannel shirt, yeah. Happy now? Late 80s fashion gurus everywhere? <laughs> anyway, our first stop is on Coronado Island and in, in the crowning Del Coronado Hotel. Having just studied method acting under Susan Strasberg, Marilyn Monroe's girlfriend roommate for all those years, how couldn't I have not watched Some Like It Hot? You had to have watched Some Like It Hot, yeah. <laughs> I mean, furthermore, after having found out that it was filmed on Coronado Island at the hotel, how could I not force my old friend Mark to sacrifice a weekend so we drove down on our motorcycles and visit the place? You know, we didn't have the money to stay then, but hey, shit, I had it now, and I wanted a room at the Dell, so we got it. Well, the beach was awesome, the Coronado was awesome, but I'm disappointed to say it wasn't anything like the f- wasn't anything like the fucking movie. That night I drove her down to Mexico. That's right, that night I drove Summer down to Mexico and um, took her to her first cantina. Took a walk down the busy street, lots of tourists, a lot of servicemen from the United States, so didn't feel quite as dangerous in Tijuana. Shit didn't hit the fan almost until we went to a nightclub, and all the music was loud, the lights were bright, and it was actually a nice lit up woo, nightclub. There was half-naked Latinas everywhere, and didn't see too many white gals, but all the uh, Latin fellas certainly saw the fuck out of mine. That's right. Matter of fact, the whole fucking table of them were um, saying hi to her at the same time. Like a fucking moron, I actually advanced. I advanced. I was going to shake the snot out of somebody until Summer grabbed my arm, pulled me back, and pointed out the fucking Tijuana deputy that was standing over my right shoulder, the one I didn't see, the one who was just waiting for me to do something so he could throw my ass in jail. Yeah, not worried about Summer. What the fuck is going to become of me? That's right. Somebody will give Summer a warm bed. I'm up shit creek. <laughs> I grabbed Summer's hand, 
played nice, finished our drinks, and we got the fuck out of there. Went back to the Del Coronado, spent the night, and the next day drove back to L.A. We had had our hopes up to have a really good time. But Summer was sick during the drive back. Yeah, she was all inside sick. I thought she might have to go to the bathroom or something, but it wasn't that. It was worse. Don't feel right. Something's wrong, Britt. She swore over and over again. Laying back against the seat of the Mercours, I drove as fast as I could up the fucking five. Tried the first hospital. But Summer insisted we drive all the way back to Hollywood. So Cedar Sinai it was. Parked the car right there in the fucking emergency room parking area. Got her out and saw to it that they were taking care of her. And then I parked the fucking car wherever and ran back in. They wouldn't let me see her right away because I wasn't fucking family. I had to argue with them, being that I'm the one that fucking brought her up there, and I finally got my fucking name put on the fucking guest list after calling back, speaking with Lena myself, and then having Lena call the hospital to put me on the fucking guest list. I just want to fucking get to her. Summer is two and a half months pregnant. God, it hurts so fucking bad. We lost our first baby, okay? That's what it was to me. It wasn't a fucking miscarriage. I lost a baby, all right? I was being groomed for far worse, but that first time was bad too, okay? It hurt. I didn't expect it to hurt. It hurt me. After I finally got in to see her, I didn't want to stress her. I kissed her and I held her until they made me leave, man. I drove straight to fucking Formosa. Yeah. I, I was looking for somebody to kill. Yeah.